Hey, thanks for pressing play, listener. This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we got new bizarre celebrity shout-outs for the show. Just wait until you hear these. Terrific. Lots of Avengers Endgame news as we discuss the Super Bowl spot, the runtime, the official synopsis, and the first live-action promo images for the movie. Geek Boner. Plus, Captain Marvel's early screening reactions. The Hobbs and Shaw trailer is bonkers. The Jock has a big announcement and a whole lot more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, February 7th, 2019. Check. Check one. Hey, oh, listen to what's up. How you doing? Thanks for tuning in this week and every week. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And no rug boy, fam. Rug boy is out, uh, sitting out this one. Wowie zowie! What are you talking about? Oh wait, rugs, you're here! Oh my god, I thought uh, rugs, I thought you had to go to Felty Traffic Court. Hello? <laughs> can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Rugs, can you hear me? Rugs, I heard they caught you going the wrong way down a one way street on your Dukes of Hazard big wheel. They're just out to get me. High on pixie sticks. That's what I heard. Well, when <laughs> you're a felty like I am, the pixie sticks up the the slack hole really make you go crazy. I'm so glad you're here, Rugs, and not fucking Anthony, because I'm sick. Fuck that, Chuck. I'm fucking fuck that. We fuck can talk that about. <laughs> we can talk about music and and things and and hate on things because Anthony's not here. Can we complain about things because we're old? Yeah, we could complain about things and all right. Does your voice hurt yet? Tell me your voice hurts at least a little bit now. What are you talking about? No, wait, Rugs, well, where'd you go? Oh, he was oh, on the geez. show for a we've second. Just, <laughs> we've just confused. I, I just, I just uh, <laughs> tore him in half. Uh, uh, uh. So now he's gone. Oh uh, no, no. Look, Rugs at the cares? Said that. Who cares exactly? Uh, where's that? Here. <laughs> Fuck that show. No, fuck that puppet. Oh, no, Rux, show. we love you, miss you. We always have his sound clip, so it'll be fun. Yeah, he's here. Uh, he's with us in spirit. We're running this old school like the show started if you were Kicking a new listener. old school like Kicking old fools. Old fool. Uh, you're probably a little confused. Do me a favor. Go visit our website. Visit the show notes for this episode. All will become clear. Just go to jockandnerd.com <laughs> slash 260 because it's going to have links on how to subscribe to the show, how to get in touch with the show, and everything we talk about. And... Oh boy, Anthony, let's just get to the news because it's been a fucking weird week. Let's do uh, it. Yeah. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Of course, we're going to geek out about the big, you know, Avengers Endgame big game spot, but yeah. we're, we're actually going to start this news segment with some show news because, hey, hey, we have some new celebrity shout outs. Jock and Nerd. <laughs> 
really weird, strange. surreal, strange celebrity shout outs. I don't even know how to explain this. Anthony, to explain this, you have to go back to the year 2015 a little bit, don't, don't you? Is it when we did Blab? That's when the Blabs were running. We were doing live Live streaming blabs. We were live streaming before it was a thing, man. Come on. There was for four those of us. Of, yeah, I was going to say, for those of us that don't know, for those of you that don't know, and you can explain who was there, but Blab was this live streaming. So we had a video content along with our podcast. We'd do the podcast live for people to watch. And then after the podcast was over, we would sometimes just keep going. And people would jump in and, and chime in and write things while we were live streaming our podcast or uh, jump in and actually be a part of the show. And all this is on YouTube, but go ahead. You can watch all the shows. I kind of miss it because honestly, it was like it was like a college dorm. It was like, because there was a bunch of rooms. There was a lot of traffic. It had an audience. You could pop in and out of these rooms, these shows, come and go. And it was like, it reminded me of freshman year of college because that's what I did. Anyway, Rug Boy uh, made a, a friend, a fan, a huge fan by the name of David Mobley. Twitter fan. David loves the rug boy. Loves him. Because you saw rug boy on the blab. You saw the puppet. And so blab ended like two years ago. Like and loves him enough to like want to take him home and dissect him. Yeah. Slowly. He wants to, he wants to open him up and, and de-stitch him and, and yeah. do stuff to his cotton. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. oh shit. So look, this whole time David's been tweeting at us. He's been, you know, bless his little heart. He's been trying to promote us. I don't believe he actually listens to the show. No, no chance he listens no. to the show. No chance he even can comprehend what a podcast is. He just saw the puppet and like, that was it. He didn't care whatever else was going around. Uh, he is not in the jock and nerd nation. No. Uh, but David. By choice, he's, yes, he has never yes. found out and doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. It's, there's nothing wrong with it, but he still interacts with us. He's been interacting with us this whole time. So His, his, his like personal mission is to get us famous. And a couple of other people. He's got and a like, couple other podcasts. Yes, his favorite nerds on the internet, as he puts it. But the way he, you know he promotes us, it, clearly he doesn't listen to the show or maybe no. know what a podcast is. No, he no. no Regardless, not. David, if you're listening to this, I love you. He's not going to listen. He's uh, no so chance. So here's what happened. Uh, 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 February 1st, uh, there's a, a tweet. I get a retweet. I mention uh, David has discovered this amazing website called cameo.com listener. This is a brand new kind of platform where you can book celebrities to do video shout outs. Oh shit. Yes. You heard that right. In, in a, in a strange black mirror, both depressing and brilliant idea for a website. <laughs> visit cameo.com uh so our I, there, our first celebrity shout out comes to us from none other than comedic actor and comedian andy dick anthony do you do you know who andy dick is i know who andy dick is okay yes. he's been in a ton of stuff i loved him on news radio he's done a lot of voices for cartoons look i'm just gonna play the clip he's sitting outside his cafe it is a video cameo.com <laughs> here's andy dick David, hi, there's my preferred customer. I'm waiting for my food here at Friends and Family. Good food right here in Hollywood Boulevard across the street from Jumbo's Clown Room. Anyhow, you were telling me about your funny buddies have a podcast called The jock and nerd show sure so i guess there's a jock there's a nerd 
and a funny foul-mouthed puppet named Rugboy. And those guys are the hosts. So what is Rugboy? Is he like a rabbit? Or a wee little weasel? And he's just a dirty mouth little You are cocksuckers! Are you, <laughs> you should have me do the voice. Yes! <laughs> but I also hear they are known as the world's experts in all things nerd related. We have never said that. Is that what we are? We've never Look said Look them that. up. The Jock and Nerd Show. God bless. Okay, I don't I don't know if I'm like geek boner or oh shit. Or because Andy Dick just said jock and nerd and rug boy. Uh that blew me away. Uh Anthony, when you first saw this, uh what was going through your head? What's your initial reaction? So just for the listener, we didn't set this up at all. David Mobley, who doesn't listen to our show. Correct paid Andy Dick to do that. Oh, you could go and see how much it costs. You yes. Can, you can see on this site called Cameo that yeah. Imran reference. Uh, the first thing I thought was, this is fucking weird. Very, very but, bizarre. But I was also <laughs> you know, somewhat excited because although I'm not the biggest Andy Dick fan, and yeah. in fact, I would say I'm not a fan. Like, sure. There's nothing... I find him like kind of obnoxious funny. Yeah, he's annoying funny, but I yeah. like I've always liked him. But it's still someone of note. Yeah. That said our name, the name of the show, not exactly the right way, but said the name of the show and mentioned Rugboy. And I'm like, this is kind of cool too. So <laughs> I, sh- I shared it with my friends. Yeah. And they were like, what did they say? They were just like, wow, that's awesome. How? And what is cameo.com? Exactly. My wife was like, so, Andy Dick, how the fuck did this happen? And I had to explain the whole story. Now, listen there. It doesn't end there. There's t- two more, or I think three more. There two may or be three four more videos. total videos that David has sponsored of Andy Dick, where he says Jock and Nerd Podcast and other people. I will link to all of them in the show notes. That is why today's show notes are going to be super hella valuable you want to check this out. Uh, I won't play the other two. I just wanted to play the first one because that was the first thing that came in. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is surreal. Now, David uh, went on and picked another celebrity, Anthony, <laughs> to also give us a shout out uh, without uh, further introduction. This is a person called uh, Riff Raff. <laughs> his name is Riff Raff. And here's his shout out. D'Antoni, Wings of America. All right, shout out to Jock and Nerd. Uh, he is outside in the basketball court. Uh, he's wearing ski goggles, and he doesn't have a shirt on. And he has a headband. Podcast show and a David. All right. Uh, uh, Going to give a shout out to uh, uh, Jock and Nerd. Podcast show, things of that nature. Uh, uh, that nature. features <laughs> three hosts, a Jock and a Nerd, okay? All right, uh, a funny and foul-mouthed puppet called uh, Captain Rugboy. Captain. All right. Uh, 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 they are known as the world's experts in all things nerd-related. All right. So. Never said that. We've never said that. I don't know where so, you get that from. <laughs> do you know about? Um, yes. Uh, let me see. What could be nerd? Come on, Riff Raff. Y'all know about? Uh, Y'all know about Revenge of the Nerds, huh? Yes, I do. You know do. about that movie? You know about Revenge of the Nerds? Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds and that? Nice. 
He was spinning a ball on his fingers. Booger, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, that is, I don't. I, yeah, what I, was your first reaction to that one? Okay, my first reaction was, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I have no idea, and I have learned since who the riffraff is. Anthony, who is riffraff? Did you know this? who this is? I knew who it was. I'm not, I wouldn't say I could give a definitive answer of what he is. He's like a rapper slash uh, TV Reality personality. TV star yeah, personality. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe him. He's yeah. a very interesting looking dude. I've heard like some of his stuff. Not wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan either of what he of his music, but uh yeah, that one was that one was even more out of left field than Andy Dick in in my opinion. See, I feel like the Andy Dick was for me and the Riff Raff was for, was for you. I'm, maybe. I, I don't I don't think he knows this is why I don't think he was. Why to the would show. David pick Riff Raff? First of all, uh, I, uh, Joe, formerly Joe from work posted in our Facebook group when I posted to this, the video called Nito cause Riff Raff was in a group called, uh, three loco, uh, oh, along okay. with members dirt nasty and Andy Milanakis. And I was like, Holy shit. I totally forgot about Andy Milanakis, yeah. this fucking kid who is not a kid. No. Uh, I've always this dude looks twelve. If he used to have a TV show, the Andy Milanaka show, uh, we looked it up, Lister. He's forty fucking three years old. Oh shit! I was. Uh, I remember you telling me this earlier this week, and then like you're mentioning Andy Milanaka. So I'm like, I've heard this name before. He's. Great. I don't remember what he looks like. And you're like, oh, he's like he's old now. I'm like, oh, okay. So I looked him up. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> Andy Milanakis is 43 years old. He looks like he's 14. He has uh he has a HGH uh, deficiency. Some, that, yeah, that's he's what it missing, was, right? Yeah, uh, pituitary sort of whole, gland is out of whack. Some something hormonal he's not getting. Where he just doesn't age. He still looks like he's 12, but I always loved his his, his funny raps and his his sketch show is just bizarre. So that and then so Riff Raff is in that he's all right, whatever. But uh, wow, wow, super bizarre stuff. Can we you have book all Andy the videos. Milanakis? I don't think he's on the cameo. Uh, I yeah. would love, but Flavor <laughs> Flav is. Uh, <laughs> that's a great one. I mean, it's kind of a brilliant idea for a website and for a way for these I, like. I can't believe it. Like, I, I can't believe this celebs. is a thing. I mean, like Paulie Shore's on there. There's athletes. There's musicians. There's actors. It's wild. It's fucking a trip. Do yourself a favor, listener. Visit Cameo.com. Uh, buy us another shout out like David Mobley or not. We got plenty of those. Blake Braden commented. Here's what the, the kind of the exchange rate is on Cameo for celebrity. He said, here's the cost of the same price. Would you want five shout outs from Andy Dick or one from Wesley Snipes? Geek Mooner. And that is your exchange value is one from Wesley Snipes will cost you as much as five shout outs from Andy Dick. I'm 100% Wesley Snipes. Uh, Wesley Snipes would be awesome. And he's on there. Uh, wow. So that, that I just, I'm still stunned. I mean, it's, it's, it's so surreal and weird. And thank you, David Mobley. I wish you listened to the show. Follow him on Twitter at David Mobley. You'll see him. <laughs> give him give him suggestions on uh maybe he should just send that money to patreon that was another I suggestion can't, i can't somebody believe made. he's spending this money on a wow. show he doesn't listen to wow. but hey these are our fans this gets to you eventually david thank you yes all right let's move on to some actual geek news i'll try to cut this up into some kind of bumpers i don't know how they're very weird they're all strange they're all strange and they're like you have to like watch it and i don't, I don't know we'll see what happens it could be fun but Anthony, the big uh, super big game bowl happened. 
bowl <laughs> game. The bowl super game. Super big, big game bowl. Yeah, the big bowl. Yeah, that's big, Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, we we've talked. I talked about it on Jock Talk. If you're yeah. a Patreon subscriber, Jock Talk. So, like I said, there was going to be an Avengers Endgame spot before, and guess what? There was an Avengers Endgame spot. Thirty seconds, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, "That's it." Bah, showed nothing. Oh, I disagree. I in thirty seconds, bro. They showed us thirty seconds of new footage. First of all. And uh, they showed a lot. They showed stuff I wanted to see. Let's break this down, this 30 seconds. Uh, what did you think overall uh, watching this 30 seconds? I loved it. I mean, it's not your typical Super Bowl trailer where it's these big bombastic shots. and There's no fight um, scenes. There's no action yeah, scenes. Yeah, there's no money shot. There's no. There's not really much of a plot reveal. No. Uh, there's nothing, really. But it's very understated but it's all character stuff yeah it's really all we need like we don't need to see anything more than what we got Um, my favorite part of the trailer is just seeing cap in group therapy because it looks like he's just on the edge of a breakdown and he's obsessing over the fact that he could not save half the universe i love how you see that poster where do we go now that they're gone and he seems to be so that's one of the greatest things i love of this trailer is we're actually getting to see New York post snap. Uh, you could see like the skyline's deserted around the Statue of Liberty. Looks like it's like a refugee camp. There's a shot of City Field, the baseball field empty. And I'm like, whoa, like this is kind of what you wanted to see. So some time has passed. Uh, I also love in the very beginning. Did you notice all the black and white stuff uh, in the beginning is quick shots of all the characters that have that were dusted? Yeah, I saw that. Too. That's I, what I, they're I, showing. At first I beginning. didn't notice it because yeah. it's so fast. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's all the care. Why do they do it in black and white, but with like a red highlight? With the red highlight, and they did the same. And it still says Marvel Ten, even though it's technically the eleventh year. Is but it this is Marvel's logo is red that they did that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably red and white. I kind of like that. I like that uh, high contrasty one highlight color. Uh, so the next thing you see is Tony Stark and Nebula working on something. Yeah, that was cool. So that's pretty crazy because he it looked like in the trailer. He was running out of air, but we were like, somebody else is on that ship. So they're on the ship together. They're they're getting to work. Okay. And then you see the first of uh, two clips where it's a group of people, but the spacing and the composition is a yeah. little weird. Did you notice I saw this? That. I read it. I was on Reddit and Reddit yeah. pointed it out to me. So the first time you see them walking in front of like the Avengers headquarters, the A in the back, it's nighttime. This It's a shot of four people, uh, Don, uh, Don Cheadle, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, but there's a huge space between uh, Don Cheadle and Bruce Banner, right? As Mark if Ruffalo. they took somebody out. Maybe, looks, maybe, maybe. And they're all looking up at the skies. If they're all looking is up arriving, at the sky, yeah, which yes. could likely be Tony Stark and either Tony Stark and Nebula or um, possibly Captain Marvel. Well, the other speculation is that Captain Marvel was the one who was removed from ah, the shots. Another, yeah, she could be with them. Then you see Rocket. Somewhere, I believe they were shooting this in Iceland. So I'm, is this, I'm not sure what it's supposed to be in this universe, but he's got like his old school suit on. A lot of people yeah, notice. But that's like kind of cool. The background was like very like lush and green. Well, there's so. water and mountains. He's like, he's a coastside. And uh, uh, what is this? I don't know where this is. Then you have Black Widow just firing a bunch of rounds at target practice. Her hair here is blonde and long and braided. Mm-hmm. The hair is very important in all of these. Why it keeps is changing. her hair still blonde? So, I don't know. And the length keeps changing? Remember it was shorter in the last trailer? I do remember. Let's put get her back in some red hair. 
Uh, well, we'll get to the red hair in a second. I think she will get there. Okay. Then you see a quick shot of uh, Ant-Man and War Machine suiting up again. It's a two shot. There is a huge space between them. It's very odd. Oh, you're talking about the shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That right? shot. Yeah. Uh, that one I didn't notice as much, but maybe. I think something's going on there. Why would you put these people so far apart? It looks awkward like they're hiding something. The, we know- the, one, the one I noticed the most, are you getting to this? Was when they're walking. No, which one? Yeah. They're, when you, there's the silhouette of them walking through Avengers. Oh, yes. At top, the, Avengers. Through what, the headquarters. headquarters and there's, yes. there's another awkward space towards that back. Okay. Okay. So I actually love this shot because last time they showed us this, there was nobody walking. But you see, and we'll get to the shield. Look, Steve has his shield. Somehow Steve got his shield back. So you see Steve with his shield and then... Well, he's like, like he's like arm is shaking as he's putting it on as if yes, he's like yes. nervous or PTSD been in like a, trauma or maybe he's been in a tough fight and he's just beat the fuck up. So you're right. You see the silhouette of the team, which is Rocket, Black Widow, Thor, War Machine, uh, Captain America, well, it's Captain America on the front, Thor, Black yeah. Widow, Rocket, Hawkeye, maybe it uh, looks like and then Ant-Man War Machine is neck. Oh, Thanks. Ant-Man. Let but me see. There, I'm pausing. There is a weird gap there. Also. There's a weird gap yeah. between Someone's going on Hawkeye yeah. and in either in War Machine and then look, maybe Ant-Man ends at the back. Well, look, we know what they did it for Infinity War with that shot with they were running with the Hulk wasn't oh, there. Yeah. But some people speculating that is actually a scene from Endgame after they fucking changed things like they were showing us Endgame all along. Which oh. I think is kind of the, the theories that have been going around for these are amazing. Like I've seen a, a lot of theories. There's too. almost too many to like keep up with. Well, they've done a really good job of not revealing anything really. Yes, what's going to happen? We're just seeing the first fifteen to twenty minutes of the movie. If what, unless he's lying again, he might be lying there too. I don't know <laughs> yes, what we're everything. seeing. I don't know but what to trust we're, we're seeing. We're, all we're seeing is just character stuff, really. Yes. We're not really seeing anything that's going to tell us no. how this plot's going to go. It's all exactly. kind of very dour. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. Although you can tell it was the, the it wasn't um, spoken in that way. Yeah, the line, the line. Like yeah. when if you did you notice when they're like some people and then it's pause and you go and then it's like move on and <laughs> did you, you notice that? No, like it was cut from a different thing, cut from a different scene. Like it was like some people move on. But, no, but not us. So, then, so he may not even say no, this. Yeah, They're it, forcing the, the way it. he says "move on" is like "move on." Uh, uh. It's like it's like that's it's not cut the way, or he didn't say that in that order of words. That's interesting. But I did enjoy that the the, the emphasis was not like these people that won't move on, like not us, yeah. not us. I like that. I mean, I think the the marketing is amazing, and and you're right. They don't they don't even they don't have to show anything, but they're very good at at holding the swerve. And so far, it's working. And for just 30 seconds, it was there was a lot here. If you look at the shots in New York, you can actually see like the one of the Statue of Liberty. The the boats are just all over the place. Yeah. And then the one of City Field, which is where the Mets play. Like yes. The, the infield is growing. The grass is growing over the infield. Like, so it's you like see how much unkept. time has passed. Oh yeah, because the yeah and the, the field is faded out. There. Yeah. Cars are all over the place. So what do you think? I think we're going to, it's going to be like a few years. Uh, a, it seems after. like this is at least a good, d- decent amount of time after. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know about years, but at yeah. least six months. Who knows? But this is not, this movie isn't directly after the snap. No, but whether it goes back or loops or, and you get no hint of Thanos or anything, but no, you don't nothing. really, you don't really this need is really. It. I mean, if they just do this trait, like the, the original trailer and this yeah. Super Bowl spot, and that's it. And that's it. I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, we 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 don't have long to wait. Did and, you see uh, um, that 
They're, the movie's going to be potentially three hours. Yes, let's talk about that. And that they might do in an intermission. Did yes, you see that? Yes. So, you know, they mentioned, he's like, earlier, they, Russo Brothers mentioned, we have a, we're sitting on a three-hour cut. Now, he's like, we still have a three-hour cut, which is great. Uh, give me a fucking four-hour movie. So they have screened this movie four times already, I read, with an intermission. And they said three out of the four screenings, nobody fucking left their seat. Wow. They sat there. I think if you pace this movie well enough, I don't know. Do you just don't fucking drink a soda during the movie, people? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> just take a piss I, before. I, first, first off, I'm down for three hours. Second, yeah. my strategy into going to any movie that I need to sit for a long time is exactly that. If I put a bot, if I put some coke or some alcohol in me, I'm getting up to piss regardless. Yeah, if you I just plan drink, it. yeah, like a little water and take a nice bathroom break right before, or to go to the bathroom right before, I can I can last the three hours. Be a and goddamn so you, adult. Listener. Yes, be a goddamn adult and pace yourself, or just pee down the leg. So let me, but let me ask you: It'll be, if- it still <laughs> might be kind of cool. The theater might be blasting the AC. It'll be a warm sensation down You know, at the Walgreens, they sell those... Uh, what, catheter? Thing, not the catheter, but the bedpan bed side piece. Well, that's that if you need to shit. You pee, no, you pee in. It's like it's got a uh, handle, and it's got a, 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 a tilted-up neck, and it's for people in hospital beds. They could just pee <laughs> lying down. I, Look, I'm, I'm more of a fan of the catheter. I had to take care of my grandfather when I was a teenager, <laughs> and I know that pee thing very uh, well. It's so disgusting. It's very... And I had to empty it. it I had to pain, empty it. It looks painful. I had to, not the catheter. It wasn't a catheter. It was just like I would give him this thing and he'd open it and pee it. And then I had to carry it and d- dump out my grandfather's urine into the toilet. <laughs> and I'm like 12, 13 years old, maybe. So so you're like, this is normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at 12 or 13, times. well, no, you're, that, at that point, you kind of already realize, like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. No, it was. But look, I did. I took care of the man. You do. You take care of your family. You do what has to be done. Anyways, Ohana means take care of your family. Ohana. Yes. Is that what, in Hawaiian? I don't know. Hawaii? What were we talking about? Oh, this is what I was going to ask you. Look, if you go to the theater, you are used to intermissions, but that's because it's a live fucking thing. These oh, people need to break. The, the actual theater. Yes. The, the actual live theater. legitimate theater. I love legitimate theater. The live theater, musicals, I enjoy Broadway. the breaks. That's you cool. Need, yes. So for a three hour movie, uh, what do you think? You need this break? Should I mean, it would be nice to get up I mean, and pee, but... From what I've read, that's like part of the old movie-going experience. Yeah, well, they used to have a little player piano, and a guy would play some music, and then... I wouldn't mind a little break. Yeah. The reason they got rid of it is because they wanted to jam in as many screenings as possible to make which, more money. Yeah, which brings me to my other point, is now, keep it three hours, but now you have less screenings. Right. Uh, is this... I, th- a, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think we'll get a, an intermission. An huh. intermission. Maybe like, a, I don't know. What do you do? Like a fiver? Five, ten minutes? Is that too long? I don't know. Is that enough time? Ten minutes is, is inappropriate. And what in live performances, what? Is it 10, 15, 15 it can, Yeah, it can be up to 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. Look, this will be the longest superhero movie at three hours ever. Geek Mooner. Bring it fucking on, I say. With or what without about, uh, Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition? Still not three hours. Just it, three shy, hours? it was like 248. Fuck that movie. Or 250. It was just shy of... Three hours. Okay. Few more things dropping about Endgame. We have now an official synopsis. These things are usually vague, but sometimes there's clues. Here it is. After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins due to the efforts of the mad Titan Thanos. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers must assemble once more in order to undo 
Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe once and for all, no matter what consequences may be in store. So I feel like their choice of the word undo is important. Yeah. Like, as your time travel, it's going to reverse things. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're definitely, the whole point of this is undoing the snap. So I, I do think time travel will be involved and some other wacky shit. And no matter what consequences, that's people dying. I mean, for, to me, this feels like just looking at the marketing and it's been the trailer and this. Yeah. It seems like a very Cap-focused movie. So I feel like yeah. he's definitely going to yeah. die. I mean, and Cap got yeah. the short end of the stick in this last one. Yeah. He didn't have a ton of screen time at all. Yeah, they did. They've been focusing. So I think on, this is Cap's Cap's redemption or Cap's yeah. uh, revenge. It's really focusing on him trying to deal with this. How can he fix it? How can he deal with the grief, the loss, and like, there's no hope. And like, we, you know, there's still, all we have is that little Paul Rudd in terms of humor, the little Paul Rudd stinger. But this is like not a lot of hope, a lot of loss. Uh, wow, it's so dark for <laughs> wow. such for a big movie. Okay, and then the last thing this just released today. They're calling this an official live action promotional image. You oh can God. thank Orville Redenbacher for this. It was found on their website. It's for a promotional piece. And it's it is terrible. It is a photo. <laughs> well, it's a Photoshop collage of the OG, the original six Avengers in their end games costume. Geek boner shit. Uh, and there's some surprising things. Uh, but to your point, Anthony, yes, it looks like everybody was cut out and just kind of put in there without much badly photoshopped yeah. yeah but photoshop aside look you got thor who looked like thor kind of did but he's got the stormbreaker you got iron man in a gold and red armor that looks a lot like the old comic book armor old school comic book armor the face does anyways like uh has Cap- always looked that like that. Uh, yeah with that little in v in there mm-hmm. that's a new suit Captain America has a new costume. He does not have a shield, but it looks like the shield was just like cut out of the photo. It looks like he's holding a shield yeah. and they just like deleted it, erased it. Then you have Black Widow with red hair. Yeah. Which is interesting. Hair. And it's kind of short. Uh, the most drastic change is Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye all in black with like a fucking shave sides like we saw him. Like a black. hipster haircut. Yeah. Kind of like shave sides, long on top. Black arrows, black crossbow, black bow and arrow. And then we saw, remember this promo art of the Hulk in uh, in a costume? Yeah. Well, this is a photo, live action photo of a Mark Ruffalo looking Hulk wearing a fucking outfit. Oh, shit. Purple he's, outfit. What do you think of this outfit? He's wearing some stretchy outfit. I mean, the room, well, first off, he looked, this is the most the Hulk has ever looked like Mark Ruffalo. Yes, yes, um, yes. The rumor is, is that we're getting a smart Hulk in this one. So the one that kind of retains Banner's intelligence. And can speak sentences coherently. Which how actually how fucking smart is that? Uh, That'd be that, awesome. After giving us the really uh, two year old Hulk in Ragnarok, and then they teased us by holding him back in, in Infinity War, right? Oh yeah, we're gonna get him back. Fucking teased one. to get him back now, and for him to be Ruffalo, Mister Joe Fix It, Smart Hulk, that's badass. So maybe you know none of this happens, or maybe. Uh, there's a different path, parallel universe, where he doesn't have problems hulking out. Um, also, did you notice somebody else pointed out on Black Widow's hand, she has a circular disc on the outside of her hand, which is rumored to be maybe those time-traveling devices. Oh, yeah. Well, she also saw. had those circular discs. They were like electric charges that she would oh, throw Oh, that she people. throws out. That's right. Yeah. It could just be her a weapon. widow stings or whatever the fuck it is. But I believe this is like your first <laughs> official promo image 
of Endgame. It's here, a terrible just first like, official yeah, promo yeah, image. Well, I think, it, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. Thanks again, Oval Redenbacher. Fucking shitty ass popcorn. You don't like the popcorn? <laughs> no, it's pretty good. We, <laughs> wait, were we talking about this before the show? I can't eat popcorn anymore. It gets stuck in my teeth. The kernels, I don't like it. yeah, yeah. I don't, it's not even the kernels. Oh, it's those little. The, what shell. do you call those? Yeah, the half shell, mini half things. It's yeah. the most annoying fucking thing in the world. Why would I willingly put that in my mouth and get stuck in my teeth? Fuck you, popcorn. Listener, <laughs> if you want to let us know what you think Fuck of you, popcorn. the Endgame trailer and this new photo that just popped up today, visit our website, visit our contact page at joggernerd.com slash contact. You can send us a voicemail. You can email us. You can follow us on Twitter or you can join our exclusive closed group just for you. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Everybody's in there geeking out, chopping it up with each other. Uh, I, love, I love that I know so many listeners' names. Here's a testimonial. This is the best way I can describe this group, and Blake Braden did it. He commented out of the blue, and I love that you did this, Blake. He writes, I want to give a huge props to this entire group for having civil discussions, great debates, and bringing a positive vibe to the internet. I am a part of a few groups that are incredibly vile and poisonous. It makes me appreciate this fam even more. Thank you. Thank you, Blake Braden. Yeah, Join Blake, the group. Blake, you're a big part of uh, why that group, yeah. the group is the way it is, so... And I tell you, listener, if you dig this show, you are going to get along with everybody in that group. We are like-minded people, and that's why everything's cool. Like, it's I love this group. Like, I do. Everything you said is true, and you guys are doing a great job. Can you believe when Keep we created this show Nobody nearly knew four anything. years ago yes. that we would have a Facebook group with awesome discussion that's not like a fucking message board on right. on uh, whatever the fuck site it's or over, like a Facebook comment? Yeah, over 300 people and... Uh, the fact, like I said, that I know so much about our listeners and their names and, and what they're into and how they connect to different parts of me, you and rug boy. When we started, we had no audience. It's, 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 it's blowing me away. And now we got Andy Dick fucking talking about us. How about that? How about it? <laughs> See listener dreams do come true. You can Get be a nerd. podcaster too. Any, anyone can be a pod. You should start a podcast. All right. <laughs> let's talk about the other 30 second spot for Marvel. Which cost him how what a million dollars? More probably more five million. I think it was five million per thirty second spot, oh, which is fucking insane. But Captain Marvel also gave us another thirty seconds, and you know what? I really fucking love this thirty seconds too. In thirty seconds, they got higher, further, faster, like uh, in your head. Higher, further, faster, and repeating baby. it. Yes, I love that. And she says it. And I really think like for the Super Bowl, people are are gonna get this. Like it looks like fun. She punches a fucking spaceship out of the sky. Uh, it, uh and Sam Jackson's like laughing, they're they're fist bumping. I love this. What'd you think, Anthony? Um, you know, I'm in the bag for all the Marvel movies. I'll say it once and I've I've said it before and I'll say it again. I found this to be kind of okay. I'm just not all that impressed by the Captain Marvel marketing, to be honest with you. Mm. It's uh, it's, it's a, different. I mean, just for me, it, it's not that it's different. For me, it's just kind of bland. It's just kind of. I saw this on Birth Movies Death, so it's yeah. not me, yeah, quoting it. But one of the commenters were like, "This movie is like superhero colon the yeah. superhero movie, superhero the superhero movie." <laughs> well, clearly, you can tell that they w- were trying something different, and they're not maybe quite sure how to sell this what what is important without spoiling things i think that yeah that that's the problem is the the whole sell for this up to this point was the fact that she is a mystery right like you yeah. don't know yeah she doesn't even know her identity but for someone that we don't really know in, in like the cultural pop culture yeah for me that's just kind of like a tough sell it's like wait you want me to 
follow the mystery of who this person is without any familiarity on who this person is. They're still trying to communicate why you should care. Yeah. I, I just, you know? I am having a tough time digesting why I should care about. And Captain unlike Marvel. black Panther who had a, a, a little backdoor entrance yeah. cameo, which worked great. This is straight out of the blue and it's, it's cosmic stuff. Black but- Panther had that backdoor cameo. Just going like captain Mar- or Dr. Strange had like this. Oh, we're going to be, we're diving into this psychedelic world now. Whereas Captain Marvel's like aliens, flying girl, superpowers, shapeshifters. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's like all stuff we've kind of seen before. But it also has, it's got to kind of serve as another Iron Man, like the first yeah. Iron Man. I mean, you know? I'm probably going to like it. So yeah. this is all for not, but I'm, I'm just saying the, the marketing for me hasn't, hasn't hit that note that I thought it would. I feel like they're, they're slowly getting better at uh, getting people interested without, well, it looks it, like they're going to make a, a lot of money this opening weekend. It is now. It, before it was at 140 million opening weekend, and it's now tracking to open at 160 million dollars. Wow. Oh, opening weekend will be the second highest opening weekend for Marvel behind Black Panther, wow. which made 202. So, okay. So here's the question: Last year, Black Panther, Infinity War, boom, boom, one, two punch. They made over three billion dollars. Does the same thing happen this year, Captain Oof. Marvel, Endgame? I just don't have the faith that Captain Marvel is going to be the cultural hit that Black Panther was. Although it's trending to do well. Yeah. I, I know it, it will do well because I've been saying that a Marvel female-led superhero movie is important. But yes. I don't know if it's going to strike this is gonna the, be interesting. the chord that yeah. Black Panther hit. Yeah. I mean, Avengers is going to do awesome. Amazing. Captain Marvel is going to do great good as well but is it gonna do like that next level i don't know i don't think it makes a some people are saying it makes a billion i honestly feel look at what happened with wonder woman i think we can look to that uh it make success no like 800 a mid 800 million around 800 million okay i feel like that's what this thing could make you know split domestic and international 800 million if it makes a billion that's amazing uh but uh it's good yeah it's we're gonna have to wait and see because it's all it's not. When Black Panther was one point three billion. Yes, plus and yes. Do you think Endgame will make two billion? Is that just a given? Uh, well, Infinity. Let's see. Infinity War was just over two billion. Yeah, I think it'll come. It'll be. I don't know if it's. It's not a given. It's, it's gonna not come a close. Given. Okay. I don't think it's a given. I wonder if it will out. The movie has to be good for Infinity it to War. Get to, yes. To get to Avengers. But man, even if it isn't at this point with the hype, I mean, it would have to be really bad to just fucking. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be bad. Uh, no, I don't think so either. And, and, and I, yeah, I can't Why wait. Are you whispering? I don't know because I don't want them to hear us. Yeah, I don't want Marvel us. to hear us. Marvel, uh, why he's watching us. <laughs> so Captain Marvel also has. He's like, what is with that man's beard? <laughs> why is he dying? Why like did you that? spill on his face? Yeah. Uh, no, that's, uh, just how it grows. <laughs> he had an allergic reaction to the chloroform that I put <laughs> on his face. Oh, Jesus. Anthony tried to fucking gas me out. <laughs> but then I, I was too heavy and you just fell over. <laughs> <laughs> you fell on me and we were stuck. You're like, shit, I can't drag this fat piece of shit around. What was I thinking? <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel has already screened early. Uh, and of course, hyperbole reaction saying it's one of the best movies ever. <laughs> but it's screening well, basically. Yeah, and, and I don't know if this is spoilery, but uh, apparently the cat uh, is a big thing. Oh, cat! Yeah. That's a big thing in the comics, right? It is a big thing in the comics. So if you know anything about Carol Danvers, cats. really, you're not a cat. You're a dog person. 
Well, I'm allergic, first off. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm allergic not to like, some Not cats. severely allergic, yeah. but like allergic enough. I don't know. I've not, <clears throat> lately, I, when I know that I'm going to be around a cat, I take some aller- allergy medicine before I hang with the cat. Yeah, that's smart. The cat Cats secretly just want to kill you. They just think they look at you as another cat. That they I mean, why kill. do you think they got fucking sharp paws and sharp teeth and sharp right. claws? What is that for? Not like, for petting. Like cats are like, it's the strangest thing. Like you'll be peeing and then, oh, the cat's looking at me from above. Whereas, look, at my, look at my fucking yeah, cat. No, like, I agree. This cat is so goddamn social. Look at him. And he's yeah. hiding behind like the fucking radiator. <laughs> they <laughs> stare at you while you sleep. These are not they just good want to kill creatures. You. Yeah. Meanwhile, a dog is just like, hey, what are you doing? I, can't do it. I, can't I mean, I dogs are super needy. They are Cats are much like more independent, but I don't know. I just like well, dogs. And the, the allergy thing really does uh, skew my view. Not all dogs cats. are needy. I have one fucking Joplin can be a little stuck up and just does things on our own time. <laughs> Okay, job. Uh, but uh, <laughs> cat, back to the cat. What, let me one more thing while we're yes. on the cats. And About dog. the cat, yes. Well, let's go with dogs now. Okay. Why is it that we talk to dog like we like do that with our voice? Like, okay, job. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Who's a good boy? Oh, oh hey. like we, we talk to dogs like hey. the babies. Well, they do react to tone. You know the tone uh, of your voice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that what they in that when it's higher when you're and then when you're like bad boy like they'll hear the tone. So sharp, mm. harsh sounds will make them stop. High, if you talk high, their ears perk up. They hear you. But I just right. ta- I just talk to my dogs in a regular voice. I'm like, hey, sup, job? How you doing? <laughs> so I tell her, you need something? What do you need? Oh, you want to go outside? All right, let's go. Uh, I just talk to them. You got to <laughs> acknowledge them. Just say hi. Look them in the eyes. It's the best thing. Anyways, this cat is a piece of shit in this movie, apparently. No, I don't know. The cat is a thing. Uh, uh, cat's called Goose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like uh, from... Top like, Gun. It is top a Top Gun, gun yeah. reference. Yeah. And then last thing, uh, they've uh, Dis- Marvel and Disney has officially confirmed that Captain Marvel will be the first movie to exclusively stream on Disney Plus after its theatrical run. So we got Endgame and we're, that's it. We're not getting Captain Marvel. This will cost Disney $150 million. To, to switch it over to Disney Plus? Yes. To skip the Netflix. So... This oh, is they're a, not getting the the streaming those licensing rights. I believe it. that's uh, yeah they. Huh. I, I believe that's how it works, and they're gonna have to pay to bypass the Netflix. But the, you know they're looking at this long term for a company that made what seventeen billion dollars in its fucking movies. Uh, one hundred fifty million. I will eat that for the the long road uh, yeah. for you know a longer they're trying investment. to make. Trying to, yeah, they're, they're investing in their streaming service. So I think it'll be fine. A lot of people seem to be pissed off by this, but uh, I don't know why. I read that like, streaming services are, are a very long-term play. I hear that Netflix still loses money. Still? Yeah. Holy, well, they're spending a lot. But I mean, they spend a shit ton on original content. On original content, they're spending a lot of money. But it is that stage. I still think it's that stage of growth in a business where you have to put the money right back in. Right. You have to spend. You got to get VC investor money. Uh, until the things start to pick up. And now Disney will have to, and like Disney's, uh, this is their priority. They keep saying over and over again. We'll get into a little bit later. Bob Iger was on a uh, earnings call and people have been talking, but this is their primary thing. They're focusing all their fucking money on. Uh, and then I, uh, they're going to spend, I thought I read somewhere like $500 million on the shows. So I think we talked about that last episode. Uh, okay. Other uh, Super Bowl spots. We got, I gotta give uh, points to fucking Bud Light sneaking in a secret Game of Thrones fucking commercial. 
That was amazing. Wow. I, that one, like, I was like, this Bud Light commercial, I mean, it's in the same tone of their Dilly Dilly stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, all those other things that they were doing. But I was like, this feels like Game of Thrones. And yeah, I was like, oh, my you- God. That's the fucking mountain. <laughs> First of all, I hate fucking Dilly Dilly. I hope they- that they, they, they You don't s- like Dilly Dilly? No, it's dumb. It's, a, it's, I so, think it's hilarious. I think it's just stupid. But I was not paying attention. And then all of a sudden I hear the music and I was like, oh, fuck, what the fuck is this? And then I see the fucking mountain and a, a dragon just torch the fucking whole thing. It was great. Online, there's an extended clip where he's like, the Bud Knight is like, hold my beer and you hold this beer and you hold this beer. He's like giving people beers and it's a little bit longer, a little more violent. Like <laughs> everybody dies in this commercial that's there in that little arena it's hilarious i i I was like caught off guard and by the end of it i was like fuck yeah game of thrones is coming back and then it goes yeah game of thrones in april i had to rewind it and watch it again so very smart 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 nobody was expecting that and then it also reminded me we must talk about uh the hobbs and shaw trailer a fast and furious presents spinoff movie anthony you have seen all these movies not all of them i didn't see the last one you are a fan of the franchise, I believe? Uh, yeah, I like the franchise. Uh, the franchise has brought in $5 billion. Yeah. It's huge internationally. Uh, first of all, what do you think of this trailer? And is this smart a spinoff off of Fast and Furious? <laughs> it is smart because The Rock and Jason Statham are gigantic names and can carry a movie on their own for sure. Were they always like the best parts of the movie anyways? The Rock has always been one of the better. Like okay. the, the, when they added The Rock in Fast Five, right? That rejuvenated the series more than anything else. Okay, like, he's he was just it's that was the best part. Um, Jason Statham, yeah, he's all right. The weird thing about Jason Statham is he was the bad guy like two films ago. Okay, and, and he did some really vile shit, and now he's like the good guy. It's, that's kind of hard to like okay. comprehend. But um, they do yeah, not like good, each other. They're they're like yeah, they don't like each other. Um, Hobbs is the tank and he's like the military guy and Shaw is the ex-criminal that's a little bit more suave and stealthy as far as this trailer I mean it's fucking ridiculous but if you've followed Fast and Furious up to this point it's gotten more ridiculous as each movie has passed um, but they've never done a enhanced bad guy uh, this is a straight up superhero <laughs> yeah. movie Idris Alba as a super soldier looks fucking amazing actually uh, what the fuck? Like it's so over the top. They don't give a shit. I mean it's that over the, that whole over. the whole scene at the end where they're ro- falling, running down a building, and there's like di- like there's communication. He's in the elevator, and they just constantly are running. How tall is this fucking building? <laughs> like, they're just running down for like a minute, talking to each other. Well, not only that, they're he's punching guys, and he's punching the, guys, and, uh, the and, rock they, is, yeah. <laughs> and he's mouthing swear words to Jason Statham. Fucking great. And that girl is the girl from Mission Impossible Fallout. Remember that girl? She was, uh, he saved oh. her from the like that one nightclub, the blog oh, girl. I don't remember her. At She's all. very attractive. I was like, oh, I remember that girl. So, and she was very good in that movie too. She can fight. Uh, but yeah, again, the car going under the semi truck. I've always uh, dreamed of like actually doing that. I'm like, could you do that? <laughs> you could, apparently, you could do that. I don't know if you can do. There's a lot of things that they in these movies that I'm 100% positive you can't do that they're doing. I mean, it's it's the it's the superhero action movie without superheroes. That's yeah, what this franchise has become. A, with a supervillain. And now it's the spin-offs. I think you got a hit franchise here. I think you got another like multi-billion I mean, dollar they, franchise. They probably got another another good thing going with this. I mean, to be 
to be uh, quite honest, yeah. Although Vin Diesel is the the face of Fast and Furious, he's probably the least charismatic out of these actors. Yes. So yes. taking so Hobbs and which is the Rock and Statham, yeah. smart as Shaw, and I would putting them in their own film. Yeah, I mean that's smart. I would want to see Vin as one of these roles. Like, yeah, you're right. and, and just, how many times can we see Vin Diesel and his family doing stuff? Like, this is a good. That's every movie. A good segue. Yeah, a good split. This is directed by David Leach. Deadpool two, John oh, Wick, okay. David Leach. Huh. So I, you could, I mean, already you could tell the action's gonna be gonna be just fucking crazy, over the top. Uh, I'm in. It's coming out of you're June. In. Fuck it. Yeah, right. it's like it's fucking great. Oh, Idris Alba is so good. I want to see him as a supervillain. That a really, yeah, that really uh, intrigues he me. He is a. I'm reading online an international cyber genetically enhanced terrorist leader and a criminal mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> now, unless the script is really, really horrible, I mean, he can make anything really good. Let's <laughs> like have a real. I mean, shit th- this isn't. This is the type of movie. Where you go in and you turn your mind off oh, and yeah. you just have a good time. Absolutely. Summer blockbuster all the way. That sounds awesome. All right, look, let's take a quick break. We're going to play some promos. Uh, we'll come back, do some more news. On the other side, listener, there's a dude out there that's giving away a comic book store for free. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi guys, I'm Dane. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew. It's uh this is a this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> and if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. Hey, it's Brian. And it's Tony. From the Salty Language Podcast. Two friends that have been around each other for, what, like 70 years or something, and... Uh... We're like a married couple that you hate. <laughs> Yeah, basically something like that. We talk about, you know, just weird news stuff that happens in our life, pop culture, really anything. We just have a nice conversation and make up stuff along the way. You can find us at saltylanguage.com. For sure. And And we find. (laughs) Well, also, you can find us on dangerentertainment.net. Danger! Watch your back! Danger! Entertainment.net, in case you missed it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) This is Jason Mewes, and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Snooch to the Nooch. Jock and Nerd Listener, if you enjoy the show, if we've made you chuckle or guffaw or uh, slightly smirk even, join the fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, where you will get more show you will get access to a bonus RSS feed, a whole nother podcast feed with bonus episodes, post shows, 
instant reactions. You get early access to the weekly show. It comes out there first. Listen to it before the rest of the world. A uh, lot of great exclusive stuff. New content this week, Anthony. We have season one finale of Jock Talk. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is you going with the fin- season one finale. <laughs> Um, yes, there is another episode of Jock Talk with me and listener Chaz Hybrid. By the way, you can you can get all this access to all these shows and bonus content for little just a dollar a month. Like if you can't afford a dollar a month, you poor as fuck. What are you doing with your life? How are but you yeah, even listening but, to this podcast? You wouldn't have a phone. But you know, we appreciate you listening too. <laughs> yes. So you don't you don't have to join, but you, but you should. Um, yeah, no, there's another episode with Jazz Hybrid. This is the final episode of Jock Talk. At least the weekly version for a little bit, just because with the ending of the NFL season, there isn't a ton to talk about every week. Although, um, whenever Chaz decides that there's some content, he will message me and we'll do another episode. So it could be next week that you get another episode of Jock Talk, or it could be two months from now. Who knows? Their bottom is is very weak. Very weak. So this is why there's no more... Chuck, no, it's because we just don't have stuff to talk <laughs> Wait, about. Uh, look, it's like seasons in sports. Uh, you take a yeah, break. Football uh, season's over, so we're taking a break. You guys um, completed a season of Junk Talk. I like it. Now, if you are part of the Facebook group, Talk Nation, Anthony, you had teased a little project of yours. This is very exciting. Hold on. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Uh, why don't you do, <laughs> let's fill the listener in on uh, what you got going on. This is great. Sure. So if you're listening right now and you're a patreon subscriber you'll have noticed that there is a conversation um that i had with uh, one of our listeners who's also a artist his name is humphrey ching um it's about an hour hour and a half it's like an hour hour 15 minutes long um of just unfiltered unedited conversation with someone that i thought was very interesting he had some strong opinions on our jock and nerd nation group about Shang-Chi and Black Panther. So we just dive into that and, and just have a conversation. So you'll already have had, had, had access to that and seen that if you're a Patreon subscriber. Um, for those of you listening to the show now and are not on Patreon, um, we will be putting that... Um, well, you should get on Patreon first if you really yes. want to listen to it. But we will be putting that content on the main feed starting this week. Reason being is I'm kind of starting with Imran's um, help in terms of just producing i am starting my own little spinoff show and i've played with the name maybe mano a mano maybe just jock and nerd spinoff or jock spinoff who the fuck knows what i'm going to call it but basically what it's going to be if you've ever listened to a joe rogan podcast he brings on interesting people and just has unfiltered unedited conversation not really interview style i've always wanted to do something like that so i'm doing it uh, we have a built-in audience, so I'm I'm deciding right now I want to do it because I've met a lot of cool people through this podcast and throughout my life. So I've booked a bunch of people that I've met in my life that I find interesting, and I'm just going to have 45-minute to hour to two-hour conversations, however long it goes, with these people, and we're just going to throw it on the, the feed. So if you're listening to the show and you see something labeled you know, a different number and like a little bit of a different title, that's my sideshow. You can choose to listen to it. Or you can choose not to. It doesn't matter either way. But that will become a regular thing on the feed um, that you'll be seeing starting this week. So I I'm, love I'm really this. excited about it. I mean, this is something I've always really wanted to do, as a, especially since starting my own show or starting a podcast. Um, Jock and Nerd will forever be the home for me, but this will be the Jock and Nerd spinoff show. So it's tangentially related to Jock and Nerd, but it's its own thing. 
Bro, do you even podcast? Yes. Yes, he does. I do. I love this, Anthony. I love that, like, we can uh, spin. I love when you get spinoffs. Like, spinoffs are always great. This you, is a spinoff. You, yes. have, you have the main show. It will be the next thing in the feed, listener. And you're going to hear from a lot of people you've already heard on the show in, I'm gonna have, in, in the I first have, couple of them. I have some good guests um, already booked. Some people that you might be familiar with. Matt Delhauer, John Bellotti, TJ Johnson from Voice from the Underground. So... A bunch of good names, a bunch of people you've never heard met before. So it'll be very interesting. And again, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. You can just listen to the Jock and Nerd Show. If you do like it, awesome. Um, but I'm just doing this for me because I think these people are interesting and, and I'd like to have conversations with them. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Look, I'm happy to facilitate this. And I love that we're both kind of uh, g- kind of doing what we wanted to do. Like I always wanted like a geek talk show and you always wanted your own interview Joe Rogan style show. There's no reason we can't do this. It's the beauty of podcasting. Uh, I encourage the listener, check it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, definitely let me know what you think. If you think of a name... We're taking name suggestions because we yeah. don't really have a good one. But look, I'm more than happy to help Anthony do this. And now all this means is uh, more than once a week you're getting uh, content in the Jock and Nerd feed. It's Jock more Nerd show. Feed. It's more content. It's, it's a win-win. Gonna, it won't be. I mean, at first it might be weekly, but as I start to run out of guests, it might just be whenever I find someone. So um, maybe every other week. Yeah, you know, it might, <laughs> we'll you know, it, it, I mean, it, it'll it'll come out when it comes yeah. out. That, that's I, it's not it's not going to be like Jock and Nerd where you can rely on it every Sunday. Yeah, it'll be something that you'll just see pop up in your feed. And, and as like, always, the the episodes will show up on our fan club first. So jockandnerd.com right. slash Patreon. And that's the big thing. Yeah, they'll they'll always go on the Patreon first. And like I said, they'll be clearly labeled so you'll know. Hey, this isn't necessarily the Jock and Nerd show. It's something else. This is exciting. We're branching out. Oh my god, Jock and Nerd. Yes. Okay. Well, the best part about this yes. is no Imran. No yes. one to interrupt me. It's all. <laughs> I guess that's the best. Or interrupt thing. the listener. The, well, the, not the listener, the guest. The Sorry. guest. Maybe uh, one day I'll have you on as my guest. That would be crazy. <laughs> Look, more Anthony. Sammy. Uh, more Anthony. Sa- was it Sammy Wells last week? He loves Anthony. He loves Anthony. Sign up now, Sammy. More. I don't jock. give a fuck. <laughs> don't. I don't care. And the first episode, uh, it's 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 very interesting. You know, you guys warm up by the end. You learn a lot about Anthony and Humphrey Ching. Great uh, perspectives, unique perspectives. Uh, and it's gonna get better. So good work. Yeah, I, I glad to see I you producing say, content. Bear with it because in the beginning it might be a little, little awkward, but. As I keep doing these, these will get better and better. And I mean, you remember how our first show was? It yeah, was you sounded like you were on Valium. Sleepy train wreck. Yes, I don't know <laughs> what happened. Uh, I just eaten a big piece of bread and it spiked my insulin, and I was sleepy. <laughs> Something. Okay, let's finish up the news before we get to news from the nation. Uh, news from the nation? No, that's not not oh, yet. Not yet. Jump, but Shh, it's but bitch. I like I like your uh, enthusiasm. I like your excitement. Uh, Deadpool two, Anthony. Yes. Remember how the Deadpool movies did not, were not going to open in China. China is like, fuck you with your filthy, cussing, nudity, violent movies. Okay. No, right? Well, after they made a PG-13 cut of Deadpool 2, China is like, you know what? Uh, we take this one. Uh, it opens in China. I believe the title was like Deadpool 2, like home is love or something weird. <laughs> but it made... A lot of money in China, way more than it made here, and it is now 
the highest grossing X-Men movie oh, shit. for Fox. Number one wow. is Deadpool 2 sitting at $785 million worldwide debt. The first Deadpool made $783. Remember when like Ryan Reynolds for years was just begging Fox to make a Deadpool right. movie? And they were and just laughing at him and they're like, yeah, right. Get out of here. This is, their, this is their Trojan horse. I think it was like 11 years he was waiting to make this movie and they have become... This is, the franchise itself has made over a billion dollars. Oh, shit. A billion and a half dollars. It's it's staying. The X-Men franchise is worth what it is right now because of Deadpool. Because of Deadpool, which is crazy. So not surprising to learn that Bob Iger has said they will try. They will keep the Deadpool franchise R rated under Disney in a recent earnings call. Now, he said this in 2017 also, but I think after seeing how Once Upon a Deadpool made not a lot of money. They were like, you know what? Uh, maybe we just keep it R-rated. Yeah, I think I think that's a smart choice. I think it's. I think they they said they would do that, and they're going to keep it separate too, right? Well, he said these were his words. It would require careful branding, so we're not in any way confusing the consumer. So, does this mean that he won't live in the proper MCU? I don't know. You know? It'd be. It would be. It would take someone very, it takes some very creative writing to figure out how to put him in the proper MCU. I mean, they're Let's definitely not going to put the Disney logo before this R-rated movie. No, they would. Treat, they they like, don't put the Disney logo logo before the Marvel movies, do they? Uh, no, it I just starts with the Marvel logo. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't start with like the cast, the Magic Castle, and all yeah, that. That'd be really weird. But you know, Disney has production companies that make R-rated movies and you know treat it as right, such. Right. But with all the references he makes, the X-Men characters, like, how would you? <laughs> How would you write this? I don't know. Speaking it, of the R-rated stuff under separate. Disney, yes. did you see that they're gonna their R-rated streaming content will go on Hulu? Oh, yes. There's that. Bob Iger mentioned So that. Bob Iger has been talking a lot about handling this adult stuff, and I like that. And also, the, ru- the rumor, I meant to mention the rumor that the Black Widow movie may be R-rated. Oh, shit. That's strange. Did you see that? I didn't see that. I, uh, I must have missed that one. Black Widow, I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but that'd be a kind of a, I don't know, that'd be strange. Like, they, they've been doing PG-13 yeah. movies this whole time. Why why Black Widow with an R-rated movie? I don't know. Well, look, it, you you did it for Wolverine, you know, and you yeah. got him. But that makes sense. It's kind of like Rug said last week about the Birds of, like, why would the Birds of Prey movie be R-rated? What is, why would the, now, if you look at the movie Red Sparrow with Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. I believe that movie's R-rated, and I believe it is the, the, pretty much the Black Widow fucking story. Uh, you could it could be you could be a little a little sexier, a little more violent. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But it seems like Iger is open to making R-rated Marvel stuff, as long as it doesn't confuse the overall brand. I guess they should be fine. I mean, the Netflix stuff is R-rated, basically. Yeah, but I don't think that, people are too confused well, unless you're saying like movies. Yeah. The Netflix I think, stuff I think is not R-rated. It's, it's barely R-rated. I, I wish the they would push it. Just in terms of violence, but they don't let them swear, really. Yeah, but the violence is definitely R-rated. The violence is R-rated violence. <laughs> I mean, Punisher yeah. is brutal. Yeah. So if that's a, if they're willing to go that far on the Hulu, maybe they can go a little bit. Because now, look, you want to kill in the streaming game. The game is 
You got Titans on DC. They are swearing. There's fucking nudity. There's oh, I, sex. Um, I think it's all unnecessary. But no, all right. but all these shows. I watched the first episode of Deadly Class on Sci-Fi, which is the Rick Remender image book. They're swearing on Sci-Fi. Uh, Cloak and Dagger is very mature. All these streaming shows. Uh, they're 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 using adult language. They're getting. Uh, they're pushing. You know, kind of the boundaries because there really is no rating system for the most right. part for the the streaming television. I mean, there is, but the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're tending to lean towards this mature. It's called the, it's the HBO model of content, really. Mm, HBO, yeah. you're just doing. They're all doing what HBO did, which is edgier, yes. violent. Remember when HBO first came out? People were like, "Holy shit!" They're showing boobies and they're swearing on uh, uncensored movies. This is crazy. Like I remember when that was still new. That's how old I am. I like boobies. I like boobies. Uh, Kevin Feige and Laura Schooner, Laura Lauren. Let me get her name right. Who? Lauren Schuler Donner. Oh, the producer for Star Wars. No, X-Men. Producer for X-Men. I stand yes, corrected. That is uh, Kathleen Kennedy is the Star oh, Wars. Another white woman. Lauren Schuler Donner has been talking about a conversation she's had with Kevin Feige about the X-Men. Now, funnily enough, I don't know if you knew, Kevin Feige worked on the first X-Men movie with Lauren Schuler Donner. I remember reading Right? That, yeah. yeah. He like, at some point he like helped style the hair and shit. Like he was the comic book geek. And the attention to detail. So uh, this article basically says uh, Kevin Feige is going to take over the X-Men and something we knew they're looking for a new Logan. You know? Yeah. We're not going to get a, well, maybe, but we, Hugh Jackman won't be the lead. He won't be the main Logan. He's so old. However, I feel like if you give us a new Logan, like you can absolutely bring him back to do like an old man Logan storyline. Or you could just do like a like a future oh yeah jump ahead movie and like yeah. just like a scene and you're like and that's how he looks when he's older yes or jump back and forth in time right. uh, I mean I think this is exciting just like we're getting a new Batman we're getting a new Wolverine we're getting new Avengers sort I'm, of I'm pumped yes I'm pumped me too yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I think it's cool I mean I'm I'm excited to see X Men in the Marvel Cinematic Universe I think this is kind of what they needed after they end the Avengers storyline. So yeah, this, this is, is the spark. This is the jump start they need to keep all of this rolling and make it still feel fresh. That's the thing. After 10 years and 22 movies, what do you do? How do you keep it going? How do you make it feel fresh? And here's a huge trove of characters, but she said, it's all about Disney. She trusts Kevin Feige. Uh, you know, they share sensibilities, but uh, getting uh, just, they're going to get a younger a younger X-Man for a Wolverine. Good for uh, somebody who gets this role. Start the fan casting uh, on the Jock Nation. Okay. Last thing in the proper news section. I teased this before the break. There's a dude out there. It's kind of a local story, but it's a great story. Oakland, Illinois. From Patch.com. Want to own a comic book store? Owner is giving it away for free. Oh, shit. A Oakland business owner is giving away one of his comic book stores for nothing. Carmelo Chimera, owner of Chimera or Chimera, I don't know how you say it, Chimera Comics, wants to make someone's dream of owning his or her own comic book store come true. For eight years, the 29-year-old entrepreneur has owned a chain of comic book stores in the south suburbs. He's 29, and he owns a chain of fucking comic book stores. His mothership store in LaGrange gained notoriety in 2011 when a customer walked in with an amazing fantasy number 15 comic book featuring the very first appearance of Spider-Man. The comic book the customer bought for a dime in 62 sold for over $12,000. 
Now Chimera is holding a contest to give away his Chimera's comic shop in Oaklawn for free. If you live anywhere near Oaklawn, it's at 4915 West 95th Street in Oaklawn. He says, I believe people can do extraordinary things, but life get, gets them down. People make decisions based on fear, and I want to take that fear away. So all you have to do, you can enter this giveaway by answering the question in a 500-word essay. What makes a great comic book store? Applications will be taken through February 28th or until Chimera receives a minimum of 500 responses. He's shooting for 2,000 responses. There is a $25 application fee. It's going to go to Chimera's legal cost to transfer the store over to the new lucky owner. And uh, you don't have to live in Illinois, but it will be easier if you live here. And Anthony, if this store, it's like 40 minutes away. <laughs> Are you thinking about it? Dude, if it wasn't 40 minutes away, what do you think, listeners? Should we apply for a comic book store? <laughs> we could have like the secret stash like Kevin Smith has. We could have jock and nerd comic book store for free. I mean, of course, you got to learn how to run a store in a business, and that's going to be fucking uh, a, a, a curve. A, a dying curve. business. A dying old. But you know what? There's still record stores out there. That's There's true. still independent bookstores. I've always dreamed of working in a comic book store, but they're just fucking get one for free i mean i i got to admit as i was as you were talking about this i was like do i want to quit my job yes and own a comic book store <laughs> could we make a go of it anyway and then i was like and then i was like oh wait i have to write um i gotta write 500 words i gotta write 500 words or less fucking a i'm out <laughs> why, like why can't it just be an interview i well, guess look, it takes more time it does eh, right, i don't wanna, i don't like writing anymore no. Writing, I feel like a fucking high school or college project. That I want to hear something weird. Have you tried actually writing by hand in a long time? Oh, my God. It's miserable. I haven't done it. I have, I've had to give my signature like on like 500 sheets of paper, and that's that was hard. The, we are regressing because it's gotten to the point where I remember a little while ago, I tried to write something out, and I my hand wouldn't work. I was like, what the fuck happened? Why can't I write words? Kids are, are have like <laughs> iPads now yes, in school. So. They, they're getting no practice writing anything down. No one writes. And you fall out of practice. That muscle uh, needs exercise. You lose the muscle memory. And I literally was like, wow, I can't write words. What the fuck happened? Because I never write every fucking thing At least thing with my job, though, I still have to write up things. Yes. Like yeah. orders and, and Oh, you have to use the write on paper. Yeah, stuff, I don't. So. I don't. I never. Yeah, you don't have to do that. I'm always typing on the computer. There's yeah. no reason everywhere. Everything is typing on something. But you're drawing. That's but even the drawing is, is digital. Oh, I'm yeah. not doing it on paper. So you're <laughs> not actually pressing down. Well, you're pressing down like the pen has a sensitivity, uh-huh. but it's different than like a pencil. Like, a, right. you know, it's still it's, not the same. It's not the same. It tries to recreate it, but it's not the same. But anyways, I'll put a link. You can fill out the application. Uh, you uh, you can check them out on their Facebook page. Listener, if you live nearby, know someone who lives in Oakland, wants a free. Maybe a couple of us pool write a, I bet I could write a pretty convincing essay. Absolutely. 500 word essay. I will convince the guy. Now, do I want to fucking actually own the comic book store? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility. It seems like a lot of responsibility. But cool story, man. Cool it idea. It is cool, though. Uh, I love that he's just giving it away. Okay, now it's that time, Anthony. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you did that. I thought I was going to have to do my own wet fart without <laughs> with Rock Boy not being here. That was more like, a, I don't know what the hell I just did. 
<laughs> That's a big fuck up right there. I think so. I think I actually took a shit in my pants, listener. Uh, whoops. That was like one of those farts that are not, is not good. <laughs> That's when you're like. That's when you trusted a fart and you were like, oh, no. You're like, I should probably see the doctor now. I don't know what happened. Anyways, uh, this is the segment where I pull stuff from our awesome Facebook group that I mentioned, Jock and Nation. Let's follow up, Anthony, from our discussion last week. The conversation about who will play the bat continues. Remember how we said, wouldn't it be great if they go for an unknown? Can you take a risk on a character as big as Batman and put an unknown in there so that we see the character and not the actor? Mm -hmm. And we were all like, that would be cool. Well, I think Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers reportedly looking for a familiar face to take on the lead role. So they They don't want to take a risk on this. They want a recognizable face. Uh, So... Back to the fan casting. Rug, Rugboy actually commented on our Facebook group. Did anybody throw Dylan O'Brien into the casting mix for Batman? He's young and pulled off a badass well in American Assassin. Dylan O'Brien. I don't know him. I'm, I'm looking at his pictures right now. He's a right little now. young-ish, but he was he was a voice in the Bumblebee movie. Oh, he was the voice of Bumblebee? Oh, that's weird. He To me, he looks too boyish. A little bit. He's been in the Teen Wolf in American Assassin, Deepwater Horizon. Oh, he's in the Maze Runner movies. I'm judging these guys purely based on look. Purely based on the look. So uh, Bonner Demling on Twitter uh, got in touch. She goes, what about Tay Diggs as a non-white Batman? Too old. Too old, but he's uh, he's uh, he's a handsome looking man. He is. I, I, just, I haven't heard from Tay Diggs in, in a such while. a long time. That's the thing. What's he doing? Yeah. Uh, and then the most interesting thing, Jess Rivera posts uh, Batman odds from Vegas. I have actually two sets of betting odds. One from Jess Rivera Post and one from uh, Comic Book Resources. But both of them kind of have the same dude as the, the, the best pick. It's very weird. Jess Rivera's list. Here is Ladbroke's latest betting odds. Who the fuck is Ladbroke? I don't know. It must be some kind of gambling Vegas? organization. Ladbroke's. Okay. Uh, next person to play Cape Crusader. Top of the list. Three to one. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Uh, then followed by Kit Harrington, four to one. John Hamm, six to one. Michael B. Jordan. There are non-white people in this list, which I found very interesting. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, seven to one. Timothy Chalamet, nine to one. Army Hammer, that we talked about, nine to yeah. one. Sterling K. Brown. I didn't even That'd think about. I didn't even think about him. Nine to one. Is he just going to be chur- uh, chewing gum and saying fuck the entire movie, <laughs> like, like in the Predator? The Predator? Yeah. yeah. And saying science bullshit yeah, that he, yeah. uh, he's making up, chew it up. Richard Madden, I don't know who that is, 9 to 1. Mila Ventimiglia, 12 to 1. Oscar Isaac, 16 to 1. Fastbender at 20 to 1. Steven Yoon, I love oh, seeing his Asian name. Batman. 20 to 1. Hey, it gets better. How Ooh. about how about Riz Ahmed? How Another about Asian. a brown Pakistani Batman? I love it, 20 to 1. James Franco, 33 to 1. The other list is... uh. A lot of the same, and uh, uh, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Army Hammer, John Hamm, Michael B. Jordan uh, as the uh, best odd getters. I, I guess. like Jake Gyllenhaal. I think Jake Gyllenhaal would actually. That'd be I cool. would love to see that. I think he would be really good. He's the right. Seems to be the right age. He's jacked. Uh, he's he's a great actor. I mean, I also could see Jake Gyllenhaal being an awesome Dick Grayson. Yes, I think, and I think he was rumored he may be a little bit too old for the Grayson. Yeah, like he's, he's in now between. He's, almost, he's thirty-eight now, I and mean, that's a good age for Batman. And yeah, you can play it younger, you can play it older. You can he uh, uh, that's so. That's the betting odds. We'll see. This movie is coming out twenty twenty-one, and then uh, Robert Pattinson was no, thrown no, out. No, in no, the, no, no. I, 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 I agree. <laughs> 
No. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Now, look, people made a good point that, like, there's movies where he actually is good and whatever. I just, I don't see any charisma. People made fun of Michael Keaton. You know, it's completely He's possible. He's not Michael Keaton. He's not Michael Keaton. And I, I just, I, the Twilight movies just do not sit well. And for that, yeah, no. Yeah, that stench of Twilight pass. is hard yeah. to me, for me to get over. Yeah, and then there's a Scott Adkins who he made a little audition tape. He's in. He's always uh, been, but he's always been like the body double or the bad. Like he's never Scott been the Adkins? lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always the background guy. Background so he was guy. generic religious uh, zealot in Doctor Strange. Do you even remember him in Doctor Strange? Yeah, I do. He okay, was a, a generic bad yeah, guy. He was the he's, generic bad he's, guy. He is what he's always always yeah. is in all these movies. He was in uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. He was Ryan Reynolds's body double when he was Deadpool. Oh shit. He's like a Boyd Holbrook, just like a generic. Except a bad guy, but a bad guy. Plain. So, well, we'll see. Very interesting. I like seeing Uh, the odds. Yeah, no Scott Adkins. No Scott Adkins. Definitely no Robert Pattinson. Uh, Lenny asked a interesting question. This was a lot of fun. Lenny Romero. Lensations. The Lensations. Mister, uh, he does a lot of Godzilla artwork, as along with uh, some other artwork. He's he's got a lot of cons. You, you should definitely check out, stuff. Check out him Lensations on, on Instagram. On Instagram, his he's really good. He is mean with a number two pencil. Let me tell you what. Uh, he asked. I want to mirror a question. Someone asked recently. What is a movie that everyone hates that's critically panned that you love? Uh, I love I love questions like these. I had a lot of great comments. Anthony, you came out of the gate first with yeah. R- Rocky Four. Rocky Four is one of my favorite all time movies, and everyone thinks that one. I mean, everyone kind of has a soft spot in their heart for it, but everyone also thinks like the critics all thought that was bad. Everyone usually is like, "That's when the movies got jumped the shark." Bookie. Yeah, yeah, jumped yeah. the shark. So yeah. I love it though. But it's all relative of what, how old you were. You were I when was, you saw it. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. I don't know, 10, 11 years old when I saw it. Yeah, and. The patriotism and beating the evil Russian all got to me. That was all right up my alley. Absolutely. It was. Uh, it made me go to my dad and be like, I want to become a boxer, dad. I want to beat these commies, dad. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Russians are bad. Let's go do that. And Is that never... Would this be where how you first got interested into contact sports and, and, and martial arts? Maybe? I would say I would say it it furthered my interest into contact into martial arts and the contact sports yeah, yeah rocky for sure. inspired by rocky lenny's pick was freddy versus jason which i've uh, never seen that's a fantastic movie too that was a movie funny note that was a movie i remember before it was made the hype behind it getting made and like all these because huge crossover yeah well freddy at the end of jason uh goes to hell freddy grabs his mask from underneath from the ground and pulls it underneath so that was like the first tease and that was like in the early 90s so then all this time everyone was waiting for this crossover including me and when it came out i was like i got to see it and i loved it i thought it was fantastic i thought it was a great crossover it's it's cheese ball it's it's there's funny stuff there's a lot of Everything really should weird be. shit, but yeah. it's everything a Freddy versus Jason movie should be. It's awesome. That's great. Chris Marin has a bunch. He says, Wicker Man, Walking Tall, Italian Job, Get Carter Remakes, and Broken Arrow, and a- Alien 3. Movie. Walking Tall is with The Rock. The Rock, yeah. I think I've seen that. Wicker Man with Nick Cage. I haven't seen that. I like that one. So let's work backwards. Alien 3. You know what? I kind of I didn't mind the Alien 3. I didn't like Alien 3. I, was I just, think it's too fucking dour, and they... they it is take a dark out the movie. Two mo- they take out the two most important characters from the previous film and, and totally nullify it. That's the movie where David Fincher got fucked by the studio. Yeah, Fox and it was put uh, it up his butthole yeah. for sure. Yeah, so it was just a bad production. But after Alien 2, 
I remember that hype for Alien 3 was so big. Broken Arrow is this is the uh John Travolta Broken Arrow. Uh John Woo movie with John is that the one? Because I might be talking about that. Yeah, that one in 96. Yes, this movie is great. Christian That's right. Slater and Christian John Travolta. Slater, John Travolta, directed what the hell by Christian John Slater? Woo. Oh, Christian Slater. He was the fucking it boy in the 80s uh, from uh, Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> Uh, that's right. John I, Woo. But dude, John Woo directed this over the top fucking crazy. There's some crazy action in this movie. Uh, I like that pick. That's also a good pick. Uh, let's see. We got Scott Beck going Alien versus Predator. <laughs> I uh, I own that movie. Oh, you do on the DVD. That's another one of those where I was yes. highly anticipating that crossover. How could this be bad? Yeah, Aliens, I, I enjoyed it in the movie theater, and then afterwards, I was like, "Wait, that wasn't." Oh that good. boy! Oh, they fucked it up. They really fucked. Ron Hans Olympus has fallen, or London has fallen. I've not seen those. Gerard Butler going John Wick in government buildings. I saw Olympus has fallen. It's a fun action movie. Chaz Hebert, Phantom Menace. Wow, that is ballsy, Chaz. Oof. Their bottom is is very weak. Someone actually likes Phantom Menace, but. You know, it can be said that there are new ideas in this. You know, I remember seeing that movie as a kid for my friend Jake Merton's birthday. Yeah, for his birthday, his dad took us all to see the opening weekend premiere of Phantom yeah. Menace, which was yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah, and then I was like, this the the move. My my thought coming out of that movie was, so who's Darth Vader? What's his name? Anakin Skywalker. Anakin. I was yeah, like the kid. That kid is way too young for that girl. Yes. What was her name? Uh, Padme. Pat, what's her real name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I was and like, like a little Natalie six, seven Portman, year old. I'm like Natalie Portman. Portman's fifteen year old character would not be attracted to this nine year old. <laughs> this that fucking, romance doesn't yeah, work for no, me. No, it's very creepy. And you're like, this fucking annoying kid is gonna be Darth Vader. Right. I, you just fucking ruined Darth Vader. But again, first Star Wars movie of the years, it was huge. Do you remember? Where was that? Was it that big for you? Yeah. I remember it feeling yeah. big for yeah. me, and I was oh, just yeah. a little kid. I was like. Yeah. 11 years old. Yeah, I went to see it with my friend in high school, and uh, I remember hearing it was it was huge. It was like Star Wars was back, baby. And were you, uh, Did you walk out disappointed, or were you like, that was at, awesome? Like, no, at hilarious. the time, I remember going, enjoying it, actually. Yeah. Okay. But you, of I course was, you would enjoy it. I was confused at the why the, this kid, why are you showing me Darth Vader as a fucking snot-nosed kid? What's going <laughs> on? Uh, Fiddlestick says, man on fire and the accountant. I thought those movies are, uh, people like those movies. Those sound like good movies. I don't think I've seen those movies. That's Denzel Washington and Ben Affleck, the accountant. Oh. Glenn Smith has one of my favorite answers, Venom. Oh. Hey, thank you, Glenn. Oh. I need that. Seth Morgan says there was a pretty bad movie that came out years ago called Freaked. Joe Henry says Attack of the Clones, that which. The, was that the, fa- is the, that Star Wars? Yeah, that's the second prequel. Uh, I've never seen that one. Number two. My pick is a movie called Brain Donors with John Turturro. It is silly. It's stupid. It's slapsticky. It is a tribute to the Marx Brothers and the Three Stooges. In fact, it's a night at the opera Marx Brothers movie, but they inject some Three Stooges. You got John Turturro with rapid fire one-liners. Uh, it just makes me laugh all the time when I was a kid. Uh, check it out. It's not. It's not. It's just silly. It's just silly dumb fun. Lisa Morris in the Ewok Adventure. Was that a, a, a movie? Made for TV movie? That was the made for TV movie. And I think I, I saw that. I liked that also because it was, it was Ewoks. The Ewok Adventure. Yeah, when was that? Oh, yeah. It was in, in 84. Oh, shit. Yeah, I definitely saw that on Caravan TV. of Courage, an Ewok Adventure. It's uh, supposedly between the Empire Strike Back and the Return of the Jedi. 
and it's all about uh, Widget and the other, was it Widget? The other Ewoks. Uh, Were the Ewoks names? It was Widget and Johnson and Rubenstein. No. Is that what they're fucking no, names? I, I, no, There's Wicket. Wicket! That's what I was trying to think of. Wicket was the only named Ewok, I believe. Warwick Davis played Wicket. Warwick Davis is best known for playing Leprechaun. Warwick Davis is great, and he's he in a lot of in movies. that fucking movie. Holy fuck. Uh, yes, dude, Warwick Davis is in any movie with small furry characters. <laughs> also, Anthony Daniels, the only guy to appear in every Star Wars movie. He just finished filming this ninth one. Who He plays C-3PO, which I think is pretty crazy. Huh. Uh, but, oh, Dave Mareska has this movie that I remember it being, uh, the for a long time, the worst movie ever. It owned this title, and it is... Bruce Willis in Hudson Hawk. Are you a, a familiar with Hudson, Hudson Hawk? Hawk no. Yes. This was notoriously for the longest time, the absolute worst critical financial movie ever. It bombed real big. Which one was that one? 1991. What was it about? It was, uh, it was about a thief called Hudson Hawk played by Bruce Willis. I don't think I ever seen it just released from prison and all he wants is a nice cappuccino, but then shit happens. Uh, and uh, I don't even know if the movie makes sense itself, but people seem to like it. You know the weirdest Bruce Willis film I've seen? Is it Breakfast Without Champions? No. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> Color of Night. Have you seen that one? Oh, I think I have. With the kid? No, no. He falls in love, no, 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 he in love with this girl that has like very, uh, is like a nymphomaniac and a kleptomaniac. Oh, and- it's like a softcore porn. Yeah, and there's I a lot of sex this. in it. Yes, I think you yes. see Bruce Willis's dick. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking weird movie. I remember, yeah. I, re- this I was, saw it as a kid, and I was like, yeah. oh, my it's God, like God, what bor- is this? Borderline softcore. Softcore, and it's, but then it's like this weird, oh, my God, it's so fucking strange. Bruce Willis has been in a lot of bad movies. Uh, <laughs> Breakfast of Champions was an adaptation of a Kurt Vonnegut book. I love Kurt Vonnegut. I've read all his books. I was excited to see this. It is the only movie that I literally, I turned off. After like 10 minutes. Like, I've never done that with another movie. I'll just watch it even if it sucks. This mm-hmm. movie I forced me. I was like, I, no, I can't. I did not. I couldn't watch it. Because you can't make a movie out of this book. Vonnegut writes some weird shit. And I think it was probably a bad idea to make a movie out of this book. And then finally, Blake Braden, Air America with the Mel Gibson. What the fuck is that? Air America was, uh, it was a helicopter. Mel Gibson's in it. Oh. Uh, was it during vietnam radio station vietnam. uh who's the other guy uh robert downey a young robert downey jr 1990 and mel gibson look up the he does the downey jr doesn't even fucking look like himself look at how young he is in air america downey patrick Down, or robert, robert downey? downey jr patrick downey jr jesus christ air america it's about oh, it's about running a. Oh a, yeah, he does look real young. He looks so small. Airline operation out of Laos, run by the CIA in Southeast Asia. <laughs> so, yeah, not that was a that was a good shit. I love that was a great that was a great question. That's a good, very good question, Lenny. Even though I haven't seen half of those movies. <laughs> well done. Okay, Anthony, do you have a get your shit together nominee for this week? My get to shit get your shit together nominee is. LeVar Ball. I don't know if you know who he is. I know him from Keegan Thompson playing him on SNL's <laughs> Weekend Update. He as, is, yeah. Yeah. He is Lonzo Ball's father. And he's like a business Gregarious dude. Yeah. yeah. He is a known for his big mouth. Yeah. And uh, this week, amidst the trade rumors with the Lakers of trading his son, he has just gone nuclear and just torched 
his the, the coach of the Lakers saying he's a terrible coach, and then went on today being February 7th, Thursday, and said on Undisputed that Lonzo Ball is a better basketball player than LeBron James, which is completely <laughs> asinine, oh, and they're on the same team, so why the fuck are you talking shit about his teammate? Oh, my God. Uh, LeVar Ball, play that clip. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And just just leave. Just leave the country. Go away. I love I love when Keegan plays him because he's just like, what's up, Colin Bola? I'm like, just making up shit. He's like, here's my new shoe. And it's just some crazy fucking thing. Oh, and the it- shoes are terrible. <laughs> and they're like $400. Oh, my God. And, and his, the best response is like, that someone I remember my interview was like, don't, like, don't you want people to be able to afford the shoe and like, you know, not feel bad that they can't afford the shoe or something along those lines? He's like, well, if you can't afford the shoe, then I guess you're not a big bowler. Wait, so this is the Lamar Ball I know. Okay. The NBA season is one month old, and one of the biggest stories is the Los Angeles Lakers, who are off to a slow start. Here to talk about it is father of Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball, Lavar Ball. <laughs> Big baller brand. Yeah, big baller brand. How you doing, Michael? Me? I'm incredible. (laughs) Now, you've been outspoken about your son Lonzo playing more minutes. How's he doing? Amazing. He ain't no rookie no more. Now it's his time. Mm. His team. He's the king of L.A. Standing reservations at Spargo. Best friends with Jack Nicholson. (laughs) 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 Just named... Best new starlet at the Adult Video Awards. <laughs> Never lost. <laughs> that's fantastic. He does it so well. Never lost. And that's how I know LeVar Ball. I know everything topical sports from Saturday Night Live. Thank you, Saturday Night Live. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad we can use that clip. Every week we need to get a Get to Your Shit Together nominee because that clip is hilarious. <laughs> All right, listen, that's it for this week. Before we peace out, look, it's cold outside. And there's a sale at our online shop. You should get a hoodie this week. February 13th, February 14th. <laughs> visit jockinner.com slash shop. 30% off on hoodies. You can pick the color. You can pick the logo. Stay warm. We'll help you. Get that logo. Help us grow. Tell a friend. Thanks for hanging out and listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. <laughs> Balls is hot. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Not funny. Oh, rugs. Wowie zowie. Talking <laughs> to